Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer, and as always, I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukulas. You'll find him at thekook.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K, thekook.com, and on X using the handle thekook. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Sean. Plenty of partial indicators this week. Before we get there, let's just talk about last week. I suppose it was all about Michelle Bullock and what she had to say in the Reserve Bank Minutes. It was. We had the minutes and she gave a couple of little speeches. And in a sense, there was nothing really new because the minutes and her conversation was you know, validating the rate hike that we saw early in November on Melbourne Cup Day, for those who forgot about it. Gosh, it seems a long time ago in many ways. But yeah, she was really just sort of flagging what we knew, that the inflation deceleration is still occurring. So that's the good news. But it's not happening as rapidly as the Reserve Bank would like. And hence that prompted them to hike earlier this month. And the other thing which was sort of interesting was a conversation that the economy is probably a little bit more resilient, that the bottom line growth in domestic demand or GDP for that matter have been a little bit higher than the Reserve Bank were thinking. And of course, that feeds into a slightly better outlook for the labour market, which feeds into, you know, this this assessment on their behalf that maybe the uh, prior interest rate settings were not quite tight enough. So hence, she was validating the rate hike and, and indeed, importantly, was signalling that maybe, just maybe there's another rate hike to come if the next inflation number, due at the end of January, so a long way into the future, if the next inflation number is also stubbornly high. So uh, probably no change in the interest rate in the December meeting in a, in a couple of weeks' time. We have the January holiday session, including the RBA. So it'll be all eyes on uh, end of January for the inflation outlook. And I think that's what Michelle Bullock was telling us. Okay, so this week we actually do have monthly inflation figures, don't we? We do, yes. All important. They're for the month of October. Again, choppy. The monthly numbers, as we know, and as uh, we're starting to learn now that they've been published for a couple of years now, are incredibly volatile. Yeah, the petrol price is probably the biggest driver of a month-on-month inflation reading. But that said, there's still a lot of other important information on some of the services prices, which is the other area where inflation's been a little bit more um, sticky, as they say. But nonetheless, we'll be looking at that. The market's looking for a bit of a pullback. The fall in petrol prices probably won't show up until November or December, but I'm looking for an annual increase of about 5%. So still tracking lower, but as we we're just saying, hmm, it'd be nice to get a downside surprise, you know, something in the 4.8 region, because that would confirm that the inflation rate's falling a little bit more rapidly than, you know, than the RBA was thinking. Yeah, I mean, a couple of the big economies, the US and the UK, have had inflation figures recently, and they've had downside surprises. What's happening here, Stephen? Why aren't we getting one? Yeah. Well, and indeed, and last week we had Canada. They had a downside surprise and inflation was actually negative in the month of October. In Canada, 3.1, their annual inflation rate is. Look, uh, we've had slightly different um, structure of our economies, of course. You know, we're similar but different, if that makes sense. And one of the things that I think is occurring internationally is that there's been a more aggressive rate hiking cycle in Canada, the US, UK, for example. They had a higher inflation rate. There's no doubt about that at the peak and the RBA did. So that was one reason why we haven't hiked as much. We've also, I think, got the concern that's happening in the in the international economy that you know, growth is pretty weak, that it's coming off the boil. And you know, so they're sort of registering and racking up these lower inflation readings. I think we're just a couple of months behind. Right. Okay. So we've got uh, also this week a few partial indicators, retail trade, building approvals. CapEx will be an interesting, yeah. interesting one. CapEx. Or, we've actually got a really nice data set in addition to that monthly inflation number. We've got the retail sales numbers, again, really important part of how we consumers are spending. They've been pretty soggy the last 12 months, although having said that, last month they were just a touch higher, so it'll be interesting to see whether that was a monthly blip and we blipped back down. Market's looking for a pretty flat outcome for the month of October. On building approvals, gosh, that thing that we 
keep hearing about. We need to build more houses. And alas, the number of building approvals for the last few months has been tracking at their lowest level in decades. So we're actually not adding a lot to the housing stock at a time when we've got this big surge in demand from population growth. So any upside uh, surprise in building approvals would be nice. And in fact, the market's looking for a small increase, which would be most welcome. And as you touched on, I know it's one of your favourite releases, the CapEx data, because that's going to be the good news on the economy, that you know, while we consumers are suffering sales, retail sales and consumer spending is pretty weak. The business sector is investing and CapEx will probably show another decent quarterly increase in the September quarter, building on uh, hotels, which we've got a shortage of, and warehouses and these sorts of things and machinery and equipments probably still uh, increasing. That's one reason why we're Oh, we're probably going to avoid a feared recession. Great way to be an economist, Stephen, because when you get all these partial indicators, you get to talk nonstop. I mean, oh, so and, much. and they come out every day too. It's an absolute <laughs> dream. So we, you just just watch out for that analysis of each of those numbers. The, the only thing, Sean, is that when you get one of them that's strong and one of them's weak mm. the next day, well, what's actually yeah. happening? The <laughs> last happens way too often. So look at the trend, my friend. Well, enjoy the week, Stephen. Thank you, Sean. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on X using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. 